traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Well, hello, everyone. You're listening to Leadership Powered by Common Sense with your host, Doug Thorpe. Today, we're going to talk about a common problem that a lot of us have experienced. We've all been ambushed at work. Let's face it, it's no fun when you get ambushed at work. Being trapped by surprise can come in several forms. A coworker can steal the credit for something you did, or a peer can undermine something you've been slaving away to make perfect. The one I hate most is when the boss does it. You know what I mean. You're working along thinking things are going pretty well. Maybe the boss even said something publicly about how happy he was with your effort. Then bam, you get that pounced on feeling. When you least expect it, you get an email saying you screwed something up or missed some deadline, basically falling on expectations. Even more problematic is getting that email when you're away on a planned and approved vacation. The email hints your absence is part of the problem. I mean, come on, really, is that the right thing to do? Well, I say the employee is not usually the problem. Dealing with your coworkers is tough enough, but when the boss ambushes you, what are you supposed to do? I'm convinced most employees start out with the intent to do a good job. Sure, there are a few bad eggs who slip around, job hopping, doing very little, but thankfully they are in the minority. Most workers try to do the right thing, so a boss who feels the need to ambush must be the one who's really wrong. Generally, the employee is not the problem. I read an article by Gary Vee where he posted saying, poor performance is all on the manager. I really like that idea. Here's exactly what he said, and I quote, here are three things, excuse me, here are three steps to manage underperforming employees. Number one, take the blame yourself. Number two, start to communicate better. Number three, tell them they're not executing at the level you're hoping for, then ask, what can I do to help? then actually start helping, end of quote. I like that. Bosses who are frustrated with perceived performance really have their own issues. If they feel the need to barf on somebody's parade, especially at weird times, they must be harboring some ill feelings. Great leaders provide adequate and timely feedback to their team. Feedback should never be a toxic dose of bad news. If things need the leader's corrective attention, he or she should give the feedback and restate the expectations. Yet hiding behind an email is a really lousy way to do that. If you're the leader, here's what I suggest you do. First, find ways to share feedback in the right way. Give the employee the respect to tell them bad news face-to-face. I know with larger, perhaps even global teams, the personal FaceTime is hard. However, in those situations, Most companies have some sort of video capability, so set up a private session and have that talk then. 
The other thing is to think about timing. I know you have a burning desire to fix things if you're the leader and it's your responsibility, but decide when the fix is critical. There's three questions I've heard coached and encouraging uh, managers to deal with for a long time. The first question is, does this need to be said? Think about that. It, it just ask yourself, does it even need to be said at all? And then number two, does it need to be said by me? Do I really have to deliver this message? And number three, does this need to be said by me now? Think about the timing. Be objective about whatever the issue may be. Stephen R. Covey called it, seek first to understand. Don't pose the issue as a condemnation of behavior or results. Perhaps your source of information is slanted. Present the details as observations, not final facts. The risk in continuing to do it that way could get you embarrassed. Lastly, be graceful in your approach. Again, I believe most employees are there to do the right thing. Unless that employee is a proven screw-up, don't assume the worst. Believe the best and work through the issues gracefully. Use these steps and you can avoid the hated ambush of your people at work. If you want to know more about tidbits and tools and tricks to become a better manager and a better leader, reach out to me at my blog at dougthorpe.com. Leave a comment on this article right below where you found the link to play this podcast. And I look forward to working with you on the next episode. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.